The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Ed Sprout Sr. And I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSOR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
as the true born-again believer turns to the Lord in humbleness and need, he or she can feel the healing warmth of the Savior's love. His compassion, his grace falls over the believer, and only then can the born-again move forward in his name, Jesus. Give yourself your heart, your soul over to him, and watch the joy and wonders of life open up to you. The faithful members of the church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn, will sing for you, dear television viewers, the beautiful song entitled, Here's My Heart. The choir will be accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. Please sing along with the choir as the words appear on your television screen.
What inspiration. Thank you, choir. The church band led by head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play a lively number entitled, Everybody Ought to Know.
You know the story of the woman who suffered hemorrhaging for years. She tried everything to get relief, and it was when she heard that the Lord was visiting. She was going to see him for healing. As the crowd pushed towards Jesus, she tried to fight her way through the crowd. Undeterred, this precious woman with such faith thought if she could just touch a part of his clothing, she would be healed. It was on this faith she was healed. Now, how strong is your faith? Can you, like that humble woman, fight your way through the crowd to get to the Savior? Would you be satisfied with touching just a small part of him? Christy Hahn, our soloist for this morning, will sing to the Lord her rendition of the wondrous melody, The Healer. Christy will be accompanied by Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Mason Asano and yours truly on the guitars. You 
Sometimes we go through the day without thought or plan. Most people just want to get through the day. They would rather be in the background instead of being front and center. Well, I'm here to tell you, saints and friends, that the Lord knows what is good for us, and He knows that we should be in the forefront of life, singing the praises of the Lord, testifying His glorious works. The Lord knows what is good for you. Just trust Him. Let go and let God have his way in your life. The church choir will now sing their second and final number for today entitled, Trust His Heart. When you don't understand, when you don't see 
it's my humble pleasure to play for you on my guitar the song entitled, There is Something About That Name. The vocal group, the Daughters of Judah, are gathered together and are ready to sing to the Lord the number, Wonderful, Merciful Savior. I am honored to dedicate today's number to a faithful, loving sister in the Lord, Mrs. Eleanor Aya of Moloka'i. Her loving ways and mighty faith in the Lord have carried her through the years, and I know the Lord will continue to richly bless her and her household. Sister Aya, have a beautiful Sunday, and may the good Lord continue to watch over you and keep you in the hollow of his loving hands.
Praise the Lord and good morning, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Janda, and I would like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in a comment you ask for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station DTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSD, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, 
from 6 to 7 a.m. demonstration KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. demonstration KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. demonstration KJZZ TV, Channel 14, of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight, demonstration KGBY TV, Channel 20, in Grand Changing, Colorado as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work, if you are kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Services are held at Temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m and prayer service held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m., except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by our neighborhood branch churches, and the services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaner Sr. in Kalakakai, Molokai, and Pastor Kenneth M. Alveria in Lahaina, Maui, and Pastor Walter I.T. Loy in Hilo, Hawaii, and Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, by Pastor Herbert Sparrow in Boloka, Pikawayan, and Pastor Vesper Sparrow in Prezosco-Baltiminal, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of your affiliations. There are no collections. However, you desire to voluntarily contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated in the inclusion of telecast. And I would like to return our program back to Trustee Ashoka Pastor Edwin Sport Sr., who will bring forward a spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. A practicing Christian pays careful attention to those gospel details which are necessary in his daily life if he expects to be a part of the rapture when Jesus returns in clouds of glory for his very own. I am certain, dear television viewers, that if you are like me, you do not want to be left behind. You do not want to be counted among the multitudes who fail to acquire their salvation through the simple act of water baptism in the name of Jesus. Therefore, it would be a great gain spiritually if you took this time to partake in the reading of God's Word during the presentation of my sermon, which I have entitled, Praise Jesus Christ, Our Savior, Master, and Lord. We are blessed, dear television viewers, to have each of you join us in today's telecast presentation. We are especially pleased to have you participate in today's reading of the gospel of the kingdom of God with us. And today's sermon topic is intended to draw each and every one of us to a closer walk with the Lord Jesus Christ throughout our daily lives. For the Lord Jesus Christ is always just a prayer away. Hence, 1 John 5, 20 to 21 adds this scriptural insight. And we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. And in Mark 12, 29 to 31, Jesus Christ proclaimed his first and second greatest commandments given to mankind. And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
There is none other commandment greater than these. Learning to love Jesus Christ as our God and Savior and our loving neighbor and loving our neighbors as we do ourselves are the two most important commandments in the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hence, this warning is issued in Exodus 20, 4 through 6. It reads, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. The first commandment forbids mankind from having other gods, and the second commandment states not to bow down to, and not to serve any image or idol. We are therefore forbidden from worshiping graven images with false worship. First Chronicles 16, 29 also reads, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. To confirm the above, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ spoke unto the woman of Samaria. In John 4, 21 to 24, Jesus saith unto her, Woman, Believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what? We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Bible instructs every man, woman, and child to worship Jesus Christ, vice bowing down to any idol image or likeness that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters under the earth. Jesus Christ himself was resurrected from the dead and ascended to his throne in heaven above. He is our risen Lord, and he lives forever, more as our triumphant Savior, Master, and Lord. God has created mankind with certain God-given given instincts, such as the religious instinct to acknowledge his creator, which is the strongest instinct of all. Therefore, all people that ever lived had some form of religion, and many were man-made forms, vice-following God, the creator of all mankind. However, today, we can thank the Lord Jesus Christ for his word, the Bible. God's word teaches us to understand who the true God is and that his name is Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 2, 9 through 10 exclaims, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. King Solomon, before building the temple, had a vision from God recorded in 1 Kings 3, verses 5, 7, and 9 through 13. It reads, in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. Note, early historians agree that Solomon was between 12 and 15 years old when anointed, and about 20 years old when he became king. It goes on. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, 
that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither has asked riches for thyself, nor has asked the life of thine enemies, but has asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. Thus we see the source of Solomon's wisdom was given by God himself, because his request pleased the Lord. Likewise, seeking the counsel of Jesus Christ in everything we do is the preferred manner by which we ought to live our daily lives. Nicodemus, a Pharisee and ruler of the Jews, was truly a religious man. However, he realized that his earthly standing in the study of religion and living a strict and devout life was not good enough to inherit eternal life. Jesus Christ let him know that his form of religion was not good enough to enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ spoke clearly to Nicodemus, saying, Ye must be born again. Are we, dear television viewers, like Nicodemus today, in that we live a good life, clean life, we serve well in our civic centers, are honest in business, and have a good family that attends church regularly? However, in the final analysis, we must accept Jesus Christ because what we have done is not enough to get us to heaven based solely upon our own goodness and good works. Jesus Christ gave Nicodemus specific instructions to be born again by the new birth, which is the spiritual birth required of every man, woman, and child born into this world. You may have attained degrees of learning from the greatest universities, but you will never enter into heaven unless you are born again. Being born again is God's new birth plan for the salvation of the soul of every man, woman, and child. So today is a day of salvation, if you will. But here is voice, the voice of Jesus Christ calling out to you. John 3, 2 de describes Nicodemus coming to Jesus Christ. It reads, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus Christ told Nicodemus and all of us today that unless we are born again, we cannot see the kingdom of God. In John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hence, Jesus Christ commands every man, woman, and child in John 3, 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 7 also adds, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The new birth plan is to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and to be born of the Spirit, which is to speak in God's unknown tongue or language as the biblical evidence confirming being filled with God's Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ commissioned his disciples in Mark 16, 15 to 16. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Peter confirmed this saying, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also save us. The term baptism means to dip, plunge, or immerse. The only proper baptism is by immersion in water, 
which represents the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ as the example for the salvation of mankind. Water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ is given in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Any other form of water baptism outside using the name of Jesus Christ is null and void. When we are born of earthly parents, we become a part of our father and mother, and we will always be a member of their family. Likewise, being born of water and of the Spirit will bring us into a spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ, and we then will always be a member of God's spiritual family, the body of Christ. Hence, Acts 4.12 confirms the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ that reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Nicodemus sought a greater understanding of God's Holy Spirit. In John 3.8 that reads, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. The work of God's Holy Spirit in our lives resembles the work God's creation in reference to the wind. It is from heaven, and though it cannot be seen, the power and the work of God's Holy Spirit can be heard and felt as a very powerful presence to give spiritual life and breath to make mankind a living soul. Paul points all mankind to Jesus Christ in Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus Christ fulfilled God's word and was crucified for you and me. He paid the price for our sin on the cross of Calvary, and therefore everyone should worship him today in spirit and in truth. When Jesus Christ was crucified, he didn't leave anything behind for his disciples. His clothing was taken by the soldiers, as we see in John 19, verses 23 to 24. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to every soldier apart, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. They said, therefore, among themselves, let us not rend it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be. And the scripture might be fulfilled with Seth. They parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. However, through it all, Jesus Christ was victorious over death, hell, and the grave. He established his righteousness in our stead, that we too might have the promise of life after death, or eternal life in heaven above. Hebrews 1, 1 through 4 adds this. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. God's word also adds this explanation of an idol in Psalms 115, verses 4 through 8. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. 
Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak through their throat. They that make them are like unto them. So it is one that it trusteth in them. The psalmist also offers this encouragement in Psalms. Verses 121, 1 and 2, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Knowing this, let us give our full attention to Jesus Christ and the gospel of the kingdom of God to attain the salvation of our souls. God's most precious gift in his creation. 1 Timothy 6, 9 through 10 also warns against money as an idol. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil. While some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Many have erred from the faith because they love money. However, it is their love for money and wealth that is evil. The Lord Jesus Christ speaks of his jealousy for his people. I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. God's jealousy is above human jealousy. For it is holy and filled with his love for us as his creation. 2 Corinthians 11, 2 through 4 denotes, For I am a jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve, through the, his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that came preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which we have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4 and 11 to 12 gives us this exhortation. Let not man deceive you by any means, for the day shall come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshiped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they shall believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Ephesians 4, 4 through 6 adds this final exhortation of love. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Let us then stand true and faithful until our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ returns in clouds of glory to call us home saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at jesuscomingsoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. As we bring another hour of worship to a close, the church band will play for you that inspiring song entitled, Friendship with Jesus.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.